Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, Ben. Hi. Hold on. Give me a second. Let me see if I can connect my AirPods. I'm going to feed it directly right into your eardrums. I get that. (laughs) Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you great. Okay, perfect. How are you guys? Good. Tired. It's It's been a couple of weeks. Yeah, I, I I hear you and I sympathize with you and I <laughs> r- relate to you all too well. <laughs> oh, bro. So, so the big thing for me is my boss got sent on an impromptu trip to Asia and he's like, "I need you to come with me to Japan and India, and I also need you to invite businesses and I need you to plan all that and you have 6 weeks." <laughs> And I was like, cool. I mean, and I mean, I mean, that sounds pretty easy. Like, I mean. Yeah, like, not a big yeah. deal, whatever. Totally fine. And set up all these meetings. Um, so we finally finished that. And then as soon as my boss got home, he's like, so I need you to send me back to Japan at the end of the month. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, I'm back. He's like, I know, I got to leave on the 28th. And I was like, that's three weeks. <laughs> Oh shit! That sounds stressful. Just hearing about it. It's good. It's fine. It's this. Will be, this one will be less because it's just going to be my boss. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask you a question. I'm gonna get really, really close to the mic so that your listeners know that this is. This is you know just between us. It, yeah. Does his flight have a? Is is it one way or did you make a round trip? <laughs> <laughs> like, are you? <laughs> Well, are you like, are you str- stranding in him over there? <laughs> uh, no, I like my boss. Oh, okay, okay. I, I do like him. I, I I like him very much. He's, it's not he's, right now. No, right now I'm a little frustrated at him, but I like him as a person. I think he's lovely. Okay, okay, sounds so, good. That's all okay. good. I retract. What How I are you? <laughs> you know, um, I I finally started. I finally started my own podcast, right? And then I took a break from it because I feel like, I, of course, I would start a, a, a podcast that has to do with with media that's being struck <laughs> in the middle of the strike. Right? So, <laughs> so I was just like, let me take a break. Yeah, let me take a break and regroup. And um, I've just been focusing on family and, you know, just therapy and getting healthier. And um, Amazing. Yeah, I mean, my kids are getting older by the second. They're like they're they're. It's like they're aging years within seconds. Like just. I uh, I feel like every time I look at my kids, she's a different. Yeah. So yeah. with that comes you know pushing boundaries and attitudes We're, and I, questioning and they're they're great kids yeah. but by all means I mean they're 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 assholes but you know I love them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're kids. You know. Yeah, they're kids, and and you know, but I mean, um, we'll have these like just fun packed days, and even though I enjoy every single moment of it, it's like I'm drained afterwards. It's very tiring for sure. Yeah, but other than that, everything's everything's been pretty good. Awesome. And you're getting your spooky season on, which is like I'm so jealous every time I see pictures. I'm like, oh, it looks so good. Oh my my spooky season started in August. For some reason like yeah. we we start doing spooky shit with my wife ever since August like we have our tradition of things that we do and 
I just something takes over and I just delve into like horror movies on like a regular basis. It's it's it is the time. I mean, horror it, movies it are great, but it's like I need to, I need to hunker down and this needs to be yes. what I'm doing. Yeah. Um. Normally, my decorations and stuff are up. My neighbor across the street actually was like, "Where's your um?" So I have a custom made like sign that goes outside of my door. Um. That is like a like a custom cut and hung bed and breakfast sign, but it's a dead and breakfast. Oh, oh nice. I love it. Uh, and it's me and Ben, like my Ben. Uh, it's our last names and the year we got together, and it's, it goes in front of our door. Um, love that. Time. And I normally put that out in September and to the point where Emily across the street was like, where's your sign? Did it break? Like, why isn't it up? And I was like, I literally have just been too busy. <laughs> I've been booking <laughs> flights left and right. You know, like I, I gotta... took, I took what Kim Kardashian said to heart. I got off my ass and I got to work. Exactly. <laughs> um, but no, it's been good. So it is, we, I'm starting all the spooky season stuff right this week. Hopefully. Amazing. Very cool. Yeah. And you moved into the new house? Yeah, I, I bought a house. I did an adult thing. And it was like we moved pretty much like within a weekend. <laughs> it's been nice. a weekend. So I'm now just kind of like settling in, getting comfortable in my space and stuff. So I took all of September off because I was like, I can't. I can't do all the things right now. I mentally can't. <laughs> no. Can't prepare for that. There's only so many hours in a day and only so many spoons that you have. Yeah, exactly. So I'm happy to get back into things and especially for spooky season and yes. do our, our special collabs that I'm super excited for. I am too. Very I'm so excited. stoked. Um, I think the only other thing that has been going on is like Ariana back to school. She's doing volleyball three days a week, which is a, wow, a lot. Um, but she loves it. And then um, I, I do nothing except for play Baldur's Gate. <laughs> yes. We'll have to have a whole episode of just Baldur's Gate. But yeah, we need to get to at least so that we've at least done one full run through before we talk yes. about it. Have you been playing at all? Oh, no. I See, I am in the minority in, in this chat that doesn't have. Is it is it only for Xbox? No, I play it on or, PC. I play it on PC? PS5. Okay. See, yeah, I I, the way the, the the way my bank account is set up, I've been holding resources on the side for the Spider-Man game. So the Spider-Man uh, sequel. Uh, yeah, I haven't been playing anything lately. Just been playing um PS Five, uh, PlayStation Plus games. Like I've been getting into okay. the Evil Within and streaming on Twitch. <gasps> so nice. That's, that's a good game. I've, 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 I've never played it, but I've watched people play. Yeah. It Oh no! I've been playing it on an edible. <laughs> like, yes, <laughs> I, I played it on an edible, and then uh, our mutual friend Brandon, um, he was watching, and he was freaking the fuck out, and I was freaking out because the edible hit right when I hit play. So I was just like, "Oh shit! Like we're haunted as fuck right now." <laughs> that is what you know. What I adore that as just like a whole thing. No, I, this is the first game that I've ever played. This is Baldur's Gate. Oh, cool. Because uh, I'm a big D&D nerd. So I was, and I, like, I, I am constantly online, and I saw so much stuff on TikTok, and I was like, well, I need to play this game. Yeah. Um, so I played, and like, by the end of like the second day of me playing, I was like, well, I guess I'm make, because I was playing on my part, like on my husband's computer. Um, so I was like, okay, well, 
I guess I'm making a gaming PC, which I finally done. It got set up yesterday. That's so cool. Yeah. See, I, I grew up learning how to put computers together because of my dad. Um, yeah. And I would game, I would, it was, I mean, this was in like the 90s, and I would game with like whatever game there was. I mean, obviously, gaming wasn't as extensive as it is now, but I would just, you know, mm-hmm. play like Sonic the Hedgehog on PC and stuff. Yeah. And now I think it's because I didn't grow up with video game consoles. I gravitated towards getting a Switch and playing, you know, Nintendo Switch games with my kids. And then PS5, mm-hmm. my wife got me a PS5 for one of our anniversaries. And, but I've always been curious about going back to PC gaming and seeing how it relates because I'm 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 a total novice when it comes to that. Well, and so I think it it's changed quite a bit too because it's not all like I use a wireless controller, so my controls are basically the same as playing on a console, but you can play it just with a mouse and keyboard. Like there is there is a setup for that as well. Um. It's just nice to have those options where you, you don't have to use the mice and keyboard if you don't want to. Yeah, because I, when we were just like making sure my files had transferred over to my new computer or whatever, um, it popped up and I didn't have the, the mouse, like the controller hooked up. And I was like, this is nonsense. <laughs> like, even the layout of the screen is it's different. So it's different. so different. But it was very so, so how does that relate? So why do you prefer PC gaming over console gaming, if I may ask? Uh, because I don't have a ton of space for physical storage. Okay. Um, and we, like my partner, also just already had a PC. And wow. I can use it for like multifunction thing, right? Like, so yeah. that PC is now hooked up to my, my gaming PC is hooked up to the TV in our living room. Mm-hmm. So that I can like... I can go on Tumblr in my living room on my giant <laughs> TV and I can like, I have a couple of my streaming services that I don't have apps. Yeah. Um, which okay. is a browser. Those ones I can put through there now, like drop out to watch um, oh, D20 yeah. and stuff. Right on. Very cool. Yeah. She's... Plus, plus my computer is very pretty. <laughs> it is. She's, uh, As it she should be. She's an official gamer now. I'm so proud. Oh my goodness. I'm a proud mama. Oh, a gay, a gay mess. <laughs> A game is, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I guess we'll just, should we get right into the episode? Yeah. So this is the Nerdy North, by the way. I am Felicia. <laughs> I'm Kayla. I'm sure you guys forgot us by now. Uh, and we have our very special guest, Ben, my bestie Ben. Hello, everyone. Hi, besties. Thanks for having me on. Hi, Ben. He is the, the new host of Please, this is serious, and uh, we're going to also do a crossover uh, crossover episode with him. Uh, and this is going to be our lead into spooky season. Yes. Also, big thank you to Ben for, for helping come up with the main topic for today, which we'll get into soon. Uh, do you want to go right into the hot take? I think so. I think we're going to go sneak in right into the hot take. So as we were discussing kind of what was going to happen on both episodes, I will say, I'm going to toot my own horn here a little bit, I thought a very excellent hot take question. And that is, what horror movie do you feel like you could survive? <laughs> um, <Fuck>. I'll, go- <laughs> I'll go last. I'll go last. Ladies first, please. All right. All right. I'll go first. Um, <laughs> fantastic. You have, like, you. Fe- I feel like you have an answer now. 
I do. Oh, Ben didn't get to hear this. So we were getting ready for, like, I was just grabbing groceries, and we had my daughter with us. And we were sitting there, and I was like, oh, like, do you want to know what the hot take question is? And I asked my partner and my kid. And my partner, I love him so very much, but he is basically, like, talking to a brick wall. When you ask him questions like this, he does not have an imagination. So he was like, I don't know. And Aria's like, oh, I wouldn't. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, I'm white. We go towards the danger. (laughs) 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 And I was like, bro. (laughs) I mean, if you're waiting for me to disagree. (laughs) I mean, she's correct, but it was just very funny. It was was out of pocket. (laughs) fantastic answer yeah um <laughs> my you, you two are gonna laugh i would probably say something like paranorman fair okay nobody <laughs> dies in that movie so cool yeah okay way to set the bar felicia <laughs> <laughs> am i wrong it is it is part of spooky season I mean, <laughs> technically, I don't know. That feels that feels like a okay. cop-out answer. Okay, fine. I'll go second then. Okay, cool. That means I have to go first. <laughs> uh, okay, because I genuinely have an answer. Um, and it is specifically Midsommar. Only because I am so, so nervous about the potential of making somebody upset with me that I would never commit an act at a cultural event without asking somebody if I was allowed to do it. (laughs) And I would also be super uncomfortable telling somebody no if they told me to do something. So it would be me as the May Queen at the end from sheer social awkwardness. (laughs) Google, what's Swedish for are you mad at me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Perfect. Good choice. I have a real answer now, maybe. Hopefully you guys will won't be so disappointed again. <laughs> I was gonna say maybe um happy death day. Honestly, fair. Because unless you're tree, yeah, you're pretty safe. But I'm also Very thinking like, if if I was in that scenario, I think maybe like trying to figure it out could be a lot of fun. Okay. You know? Like I, I loved your montage of like, like. So you would technically you would die several times, but you would survive to the end of the movie because yeah. it's the time reset. Like having to figure it out, especially if I remember what's happening. Like, okay. Like the process of it, kind of like Death Loop, right? Where it's yeah, the, the video game Death Loop is like, yes, you're gonna die, but each time you're gonna come back and you're can remember from the last time of like, okay, what do I have to do differently? Okay. Okay. I can be down with that. I think that that is a that's a better answer than Karen Norman. <laughs> I was trying to be different. Okay. <laughs> okay. Don't all talk at once. That's like saying like, I would survive Nightmare Before Christmas, Felicia. <laughs> it's like, it's like, like, yeah, sure. If I if I had to, I would sing along, and I would sing along. This is Halloween, and I would survive the movie. <laughs> You know what? Now I am mad at both of you. <laughs> oh, I'm teasing. Yes, it was, well, it was you guys, just a lame answer. 
You guys are gonna hate my answer. My answer is like I'd survive all of them because I'm not, I'm 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 a bitch. Like I like the second something started going sideways, I'd be like, "Fuck that! I'm leaving." Like I'm, I'm oh, there's a there's a spooky house. Not going in there. Nope. Oh, there's a haunted hospital. Okay, I'm going to urgent care down the street. Like I am not going to any any situation like that. Honestly, valid, valid. Yeah. It does. It it pairs well with the. Aria's early or com- earlier comment that she would not survive because she's white, but yeah. <laughs> oh, ghost faces out slashing people caught me slipping. All right, he got me. Okay, I couldn't do anything <laughs> about it. <laughs> but I mean, even then, seeing Ben actually after my Ben after pressing him, he was like, I don't know, maybe scream because I'm not. I would be like, I don't make friends, so I wouldn't be in a core friendship group with all of these people. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's fair because you would definitely be background character and ghostface dies in a new in the new one so it's very unlikely that you would have to like try to go through it again yeah by the way <laughs> i'm telling you right now if if i was a part of a core circle of friends and we all went through that shit i would cut ties with them immediately after because <laughs> it's their fucking it's their fucking fault that they got me into that <laughs> shit and that's not a real friend <laughs> it's like, like- and it's like I love you, but this is a trauma bond that I do not need. <laughs> yeah. It's like this has been lovely. I'm glad we went. I'm glad everybody's alive. Never speak to me again, ever. Yeah. Fantastic. Look, you look really cool with those scars. Don't ever talk to me. Lose my number. <laughs> <laughs> I think totally valid. I think that's totally valid. Yes. Great question. I. I not to not to be like beat myself off or anything. Do it. But excuse me. <laughs> Have you never heard anyone say that? No. <laughs> this is the first. <laughs> oh, like that is for sure a thing that you know what I've heard. Yeah. Maybe it's a Yukon thing. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it's a Canadian thing. Maybe it might be a Canadian thing. Have you guys seen Barbie? Have you guys seen Barbie yet? Oh, yes, yeah. it just it totally reminded me of like beach uh, a beach off. It, it totally <laughs> reminded me. I would beat you off right now. Yes, yes. <laughs> Basically, I mean, you're not. You are. It's pretty pretty accurate. Yes. So the main talk topic is what is our uh, top five horror movie moments. All right. Do we want to do kind of like a round robin, like everybody says one, and then we'll go yeah. through. Do you want to do like five to the like? Top? Love that. Okay. Can I go last? I gotta like because I didn't put them in order, so now I gotta put them in order. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to be in order. Yeah, I didn't put them no. in order either. Okay, then let's well, just let's go. Just let's just say go. some. Right, I'll I'll go first. Uh, I remember one of my top horror movie moments would have to be watching Jeepers Creepers with my mom when it first came out. And it was like, she doesn't watch horror movies at all. It's not her thing. And for some reason, she so, thought this movie was going to be the one for her. <laughs> I'm just picturing Wanda. She was in and out of the room constantly. She was yelling at the TV. She was stressed out. She was like, I have to go for a smoke. I was like, do you want me to pause it? She's like, no. No. <laughs> and then she couldn't sleep for three days afterwards. She was so bothered by it. <laughs> That's so funny. Like, I remember being scared because my mom was scared. And it was just like, I, I will never watch this again. I think I watched it once, one more time. I was like, nope. Um, fair enough. Okay. That's a good uh, one. 
So mine is actually very similar to that. And it is, so I didn't actually even watch this movie mm-hmm. till much later. However, my brother, who I love very dearly, but who is a big fucking pussy, um, especially at this time. Like, he's better now. He watches scary movies now. But when we were in high school, he was a big pussy, which is hilarious because he's like six foot three. Um, <laughs> and he took a girl on a date to see The Ring. Oh, no. <laughs> Which, and he was like, he held it together really good. He's like, she knew that I was scared, but she's like, I, it was fine. It went well. But his room's in the basement of my mom's house. <laughs> and I wake up after like him talking to me like, yeah, that movie freaked me the fuck out. It was super scary. And he's like, okay. And I was like, all right, sick. I'm going to bed. And I go to bed <laughs> upstairs. And he goes to bed down in his room. And I wake up at two in the morning because my door is being kicked open. <laughs> and there's no lights on. And Justin's like, the power is out. Move the fuck over. <laughs> oh, my God. So my 17-year-old six foot three 265 pound brother crawls into bed with me after seeing the ring because he woke up in the pitch black basement having a nightmare and nothing would turn on that's horrible yeah oh my god so good though so good very funny for me i think for me it would be so I was in my early 20s, and at this point in time, just be, because of how sheltered I was when I was raised um, by my parents, I didn't have a lot of experience with scary movies. Um, I was hanging out at a friend's house. We were spending, I was spending the night. Uh, this gentleman was uh, older than me and, and married, and his wife was visiting family. So he was like, oh, come over. We'll, we'll play some video games. We'll hang out. We'll, we'll cook some food and have some beers. Like, we'll have a good time. Like, just a guy's night. Cool. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. it. It ends up being around like two in the morning and we're both like wide awake. We just finished playing video games and we're like both wide awake. So I was like, oh, let's just watch a movie. So we're scrolling to see like what movies are, are, are available. And th- it was The Strangers and neither of us had ever seen The Strangers. Oh. Now, this was in a suburban area. Um, it was a windy night and the branches were like hitting the, the 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 panels the walls and stuff on the on on their house on the garage and stuff so there was a lot of outside noise and we had never seen this so two grown ass men at the time were watching this movie and it's a it's a quiet movie it, like it it that's that's I think that's one of my beefs with the with the sequel that like the the original kind of it made was- its money on on being so quiet and so, you know, it's just, it, we're, we're watching it and, you know, there's that scene where the, the, the one of the main, you know, um, killers walks across the kitchen and like the collective, like holding of our breaths between two grown ass men. And then the sigh of relief when like that moment passed is, is one of my favorite moments ever. Cause we were scared shitless. I was like, dude, I'm going to sleep with the light on today. Like I, 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 I am terrified. <laughs> I think because it's like it could happen. It's one exactly. of those things I would like it I, could be real life. I very much do not love like slashers or like horror like those make me so much more uncomfortable yeah. than like like I could watch a paranormal horror movie all day every day. Cause it's like, ugh, fuck it. Like how I'm not, I will not be summoning any demons. I feel pretty safe. 
but like just like some random psycho huh? oh no and it, and it gets better so we fast forward you know so many years into the future and now i'm dating my my now wife and we were dating at the time and we were watching scary movies and i say oh let's put on the strangers she had never seen the strangers it's just the two of us we were having a little staycation watching scary movies and i fall asleep and she hates movies that could happen in real life so i fell asleep right. on her and i and she watched it by herself and she couldn't go back to sleep and you know as marriages do she loves to remind me of that from time to time <laughs> yeah, yes correct <laughs> there's it's kind of like it's it is a slightly different but it's very similar to i put the never-ending story on for aria because oh, yeah. <laughs> we bought it from the five dollar bin at walmart and so i put it on and mom and i are playing cards out in the living room and i just hear screaming because i had completely forgotten that there was the swamp of sadness scene oh god and emotionally traumatized my kid with a dying horse <laughs> She won't. She oh, she and she brings it up all the time. She's like, I'm never watching that movie. And I was like, You're ten years old now. <laughs> Get it together. It, it cracks me up how kids are like that. My daughter is like that. I um, she loves tiramisu, and we get it from the store, and we have to thaw it to serve it, whatever. And one time, Daddy didn't thaw it as much, so it was a little hard. And now every time I get tiramisu, she's like, Dad, are you gonna do it right this time? I'm like, Dude, it happened three <laughs> fucking years ago. <laughs> it's like, bro, Never it was it. one time. <laughs> yeah. All it takes is the one time. <laughs> For real. Okay, so this is like an experience. So these first ones were experiences that we had watching horror movies, which I do have. I did have a couple of those, but I also have just like some of my favorite scenes from horror movies on my list. Same. Sure. That's what I wrote down. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. I guess mine was I have a bit more more experiences that I'll just always remember no matter what it is that I'm watching. But um like my next one is like I stayed up until like four in the morning watching I think Freddy versus Jason when they had the brandy. And I was like I think it was like nine or ten when it first came out, or maybe like preteens or something like that. And I was just like so scared. <laughs> um yeah. Like the feeling that you get, especially like the first horror movie that remember, that you remember really getting to you, yeah, is really mm-hmm. big. Because mine was with my dad was terrible at judging what was appropriate for children to watch. But anyway, we'll get to that in a yeah. little bit. Um, because I, it sticks out in my brain forever because it is my favorite. Like it is one of my favorite horror movies. Yeah, and it is the scene from Your Next when Aaron. All everybody's freaking out, and she's like, commands everybody, and and they're like, "Why do you know what to do?" And she just looks at them. She's like, "I grew up in a survivalist colony," <laughs> and they all look horrified. <laughs> and it's just my favorite because she's like, "Get your shit together." <laughs> it's, the, it's one of my favorite. Like she is, she is probably my favorite final girl. I don't think she gets the respect on her name that she deserves. Because that movie is not as popular as it should be because it's incredible. Yeah, I think we talked about them in the last episode. We did, and I love Aaron. I, I could talk about your next forever. Definitely so have to good. Be on my list this year. Yeah, so very, very good if you have not seen it. Be, uh, I, have to, I, I have to get what um, Kels to watch it with me. Yeah, I, I, you, it's, it is really, really good. There, It's very smart, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, 
and like Aaron is never treated uh, in fact like she is the only person who fucking has any clue what's going on and it is one of my favorite parts about the movie Very amazing cool. yeah this year you know what this year I've been going campy with my, my horror watches I've been watching like Cabin in the Woods Chucky like the the, the, the sillier side of horror if you will amazing uh, yeah. and I love those too like I absolutely there is something that's just like so beautiful especially like 80s campy horror right yeah it's, it's so beautiful about it I love that so cool. um my next one so I'll go I'll go for a specific scene um yeah. The Conjuring when okay. they're performing the exorcism in the basement and <gasps> oh. it gets just dead silent and then the chair lifts up chills yeah. every single time it's it, there is that is one of my favorite scenes in like the whole conjuring universe i just think it's one of the most effective mm-hmm. yes. because it is it's just like it could it makes my stomach flip yeah exactly which is like because you're waiting you are waiting for something to happen the first time that i saw it i was like what the fuck yeah is going to happen and it's like <laughs> so it's twisted. my stomach was lifting as the chair was lifting yeah <laughs> yeah one of mine was was also the conjuring movie because it's like i'm still so scared of it even today even though i know what's going to happen is like just the eeriness of it, the use of the music, and the use of the quietness in some parts, like when they're like the clapping game. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It, that it's that is gross. So gross. <laughs> yeah. They do it so well, and I think that's why it's like for me, it's such a classic. It's The Conjuring, so it's also like a fantastic moment, Ben. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you guys on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, the Conjuring itself is just it's such a great horror movie but it's such a well done film as well yeah 100% yeah it definitely has like has I think one of the reasons that The Conjuring like specifically the first one was so good is because it felt so grounded yeah it's like yes it was fantastical but it, it was a, it was a self contained story about the family and it's about helping the family because something's going on yeah. you know and that's just the heart of it was the family yeah for sure i think one of my my next one would have to be um is a tv series it's haunting of hill house and Oh, oh, so good. Okay, that's I, that's what I keep hearing. No, no, please, I, I, please go ahead. Don't don't change yours. No, I'm not going to change it. I just won't go into full detail. But there's a very specific okay. part in the middle of the series. I was binge watching it because it was just so good, and I had my headphones on, and I was listening at home, and it goes silent, and then the volume just cranks up, and I scream so loud, I threw my headphones off. But it was just like. It still gets me to this day if I try, like, I want to rewatch it again, but it's it's a classic. It's, I made me fall in love with Michael Flanagan. It definitely, like, I am a big fan of Mike Flanagan's work. So I thought it was very, very well done. But yeah, when, when you watch it, Ben, let, uh, let us know. Oh, I'll start watching it this week. I need, I need, uh, I need more content to watch. 
Yeah, no, I highly, highly recommend, especially of the ones that are on Netflix. Yeah, for the Mike Flanagan mm-hmm. series, I like, I liked all of them, but I definitely thought Hill House was the best. I liked Midnight Mass, well, Midnight Mass more mm-hmm. than I liked By Manor. Okay, I had a hard time with Midnight Midnight Mass. Mass. Yeah, I have to rewatch it. I think just because the the content is so heavy. So it is. But I love the concept of what he created. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. So, but any of it, well, and I, I think it's just because I've seen so many adaptations. Of so, the Haunting of Hill House is an adaptation mm-hmm. of the Shirley Jackson story, um, uh, by the same name. Right. Whereas the Haunting by Manor is an adaptation of The Turn of the Screw. Oh, okay. So. I, I knew it was an adaptation of something. And it's, I've, seen a, I've seen quite a few adaptations of The Turning of the Screw, and I've yeah. also read The Turning of the Screw, and it's very good. Yeah. But it's, I think I've just, like, I have been oversaturated uh, yeah. with that specific story Yes, that it was a little bit harder for me to get into. Um, I'm trying to think. What is another... Uh, I think this is a classic... But the transformation scene in an American Werewolf in London. Yeah. Every time I watch it, I just am floored. I'm floored by how incredible it is. Especially with like how how they shot it too. Yeah. So that in terms of a horror movie, like it sticks out because I think about it a couple times a year. <laughs> I have not watched an American Werewolf in London in about three years. But I think about that scene every few months. <laughs> <laughs> just chopping vegetables in the kitchen and then just have a flashback. Oh, no, it'll be like my hand, like I'll like go to like move and my knuckles will crack and I will visibly think about the hands part. I'm like, what? <laughs> Is this the time? Is this when I turn into a terrifying <laughs> werewolf? And it's like, no, you're crazy. You just Mom, why are you rushing home? You see the full moon? It could happen any moment right now. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> but yeah, so probably yeah. I'm gonna say the transformation scene from an American werewolf in London. Awesome. I have one that's a little bit of a deep cut. Um, it's from 2018's Halloween. Yes. It's when um, it's the it's much more because of the score in this scene, and I post this score all the time on Instagram, so I'm pretty sure Felicia will know which one I'm talking about. But it's um, it's the shape hunts Allison, so it's it's uh, it's in the middle of the movie where like he just killed um the other high school friend um and you know kind of um just stuck him through a fence. And then he's going after Allison, and it's and it's the score that hits right there while he's like walking towards her, and she's running down the street. I love that scene, and I love that that score so much. Yeah, it's really well done. Yeah, I definitely feel like there was a lot of care placed in because it's so reflective of how in the first Halloween, so much care and onus was placed on the score mm-hmm. and how that plays into the feeling of it that I think was really nicely done in the 2018 one. It was a very, they paid a lot of respect to how the first one was scored, which I thought made it yeah, much more successful. Agreed. I personally love the trilogy so much. Um, I really like I, it too. Like I, yeah, I'm a fan of all of the Halloweens. Um, like even the weird ones, honestly. And there's, um, 
I think there's rumors right now that A24 might buy the rights for Halloween. Okay. So we'll see what comes of that in the next, like, little bit. That would be very fair. I would love that. I think for my next one, it would have to be the movie Brightburn. Okay. Great choice. Yeah, I remember my niece and I stayed up until, like, two in the morning watching it. And we are just sitting there, like, in silence. Like, what did we just watch? Like, it was just so intense. I love how they had it set up where it's, like, like, what if Superman was, like, a a sociopath? (laughs) What What if he actually wasn't a good person? What if everything was the worst? Jimmy fucking gun, man. (laughs) Yeah. Even if, like, like, I know we got the boys and everything like that, but this was just on a whole other level, and it was just so gruesome. It was a very focused microcosm. Right? Yeah, like the boys are such an overarching and it's more of a political commentary yeah whereas i find which is great and i love it for that whereas i find brightburn is just very focused on the soul aspect of these type of powers being given to somebody who is unwell yeah so i really enjoyed brightburn um i think if we had if we get uh, an actual sequel and not just an ai generated thing um that would be pretty amazing i'd probably watch it but yeah brightburn as a whole is just the the whole other level um fair enough very very nice very nice choice yeah i like it thank you um so this is a, actually genuinely a deep cut movie and i don't know if either of you have seen it uh, Nightbreed? No, I've never heard of it. So. No, I've never heard of that Nightbreed one. is a 1980s. It's a Clive Barker movie. It's his other, um, like, it was one of the other ones that he made around the same times that he was doing Hellraiser. Okay. Uh, and I love Nightbreed. It is so very, very 80s. And it is so, like, high camp, high art. But it has one of the most off-putting villains in the whole world. And it is not the person that you think okay. would be. Because it, the whole point is the Nightbreed are monsters that live in, like, the Undercity. Right. And the main character gets attacked and, be- and becomes one of the Nightbreed. Becomes a monster. Because it's, like, a transferable bite situation. Yeah. And you, like, as you, but there's also a serial killer on the list who has the most uncomfortable looking mask. And I hate it. I can see it so vividly in my brain. It's like this, like, tight leather ball cap thing with a zip mouth that goes halfway across and, like, weird buttony. That is the one, and I fucking hate it. It is so ugly. You should send Ben the picture of it. I'm going to do that right now. Oh my God. So that he can see it because it, and I, I see it all the time. Like I picture it so vividly because I hate it so much because <laughs> it freaks me out. Um, and I just find it so off putting because there is like a level of. Oh my God. Head. Right? Isn't it horrible? <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> no, no. Um, no, thank you. But yeah, so that's one of the... I'm not going to give a whole bunch away because I highly recommend, if you have not seen it, to watch the movie Nightbreed. It is fantastic. It is one of 
my favorite Clive Barker works. Okay. I think it's really fun. The the monster designs, like the character creation designs, which is always excellent in Clive Barker's work, really shine because so much of the cast are inhuman creature characters. Yeah. So there is so much really interesting going on with the um, the special effects makeup throughout the whole thing. And I also just find the story very interesting as well. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. 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 That's specific to... haunts my nightmares. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I could I could see why. Thanks thanks for passing that on. So it looks like I'm gonna have to do a full edible tonight. Um... <laughs> No, but off, um, piggybacking off what you were saying about the makeup and everything, uh, I'm pretty sure you guys agree that like practical you know, effects and practical makeup elevate horror, and I feel like um, CG tends to like really take you out of it, even if it's really well done CG. I always think that your horror is such a visceral, personal genre mm-hmm. that. I feel like physical interact, like things that you can physically interact with things that look there, there is like a realness to them that re that like lends itself very well to horror. And I always feel like you should always be looking for practical physical effects and supplementing them with CG. If it is not possible to achieve the effect you're looking for. Agreed. Yeah. Like that is, that is my stance. And those are always my favorite horror movies are the ones where it is done as practically as possible yes agreed oh who's is it my turn it's your turn okay so i am going to go with a recent movie um and if you haven't seen it i won't go into too much detail um talk to me (gasps) i haven't seen it yet and i want to see it so bad i've seen it uh three times now okay Good. Um, I I enjoyed it the first at the the first sitting, and the more I sat with it, the more I loved it. And then, upon rewatch, I loved it just as much, and probably more. It's probably one of my favorite new horror movies, to be honest. Um, there is a. What I really enjoy about this film is that it it approaches. This generation and how they would relate to. A phenomenon of of the horror nature, um, if, if a supernatural interaction with the supernatural interactions, I feel like if there was a monster running amok on the streets, you know, people would their first instinct would be to pull their phones out instead of run away. Yeah, and that's what it kind of tackles in this film. And I mean, you've seen it in the commercials where, um, you know, each person grabs the hand and they're able to talk to someone um and there's a montage of them having like a kickback at their house and they're all doing it and it's set to like this really cool song um it's on the soundtrack um what is it called let me see real quick sorry no that's Uh, please um the song is called it's on their soundtrack um it's la monde Lamond, Lamond. It's L E space M O N D E by yeah, Richard Le Carter. Yeah, Lamond. Um, and it's it's fantastic. It's fantastic. It's a, such a fantastic scene. Um, yeah, that when you guys watch it, you guys will, you guys will text me when you watch it. I, I know. Okay. You know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Um, 
okay. I see it. It's very high on my list of like things that I haven't seen yet that I've been really wanting to watch. Yeah, I. I it's funny because like any new recommendations, I'm like, I'm thinking about watching. I'm always waiting to hear what Ben's thoughts are. Like I'll I'll wait to see if he tweets about it or something, or we'll like be talking about it randomly, and I'm like. Okay, if Ben's really liking it or had it has an effect on Ben, like I want to watch it. Yes. <laughs> speaking of speaking of Paw Patrol, the Mighty movie was fucking badass. I watched it with my son yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I I probably will watch it, but that will be not one that I go to the theaters to watch. I will wait till it is not in theaters. Um, well, especially because like Ari won't watch that with me anymore. Oh, you kidding? Uh-huh. She's ten. She's too big for that shit. That's how that's how our oldest is. Our our seven year old and our five year old, they're still in that like okay, like they're they're still hyped to watch it. Yeah, good. Yeah, no, Aria's very much so she's like, no, I don't want to watch that. Yeah, my nephew you'll, you'll you'll probably cry to be honest. I mean I cried sometimes just existing, so that seems fair. <laughs> what, what do you mean? <laughs> you laugh, but I do. My Ben comes in and is like, why are you crying? I don't know. Just M. I just am crying. Just because. Sometimes I just need to cry. I just need to cry yeah. out. I breathed. <laughs> I, thought, I thought about a baby death. Sobbing. <laughs> yeah, sometimes if, if, I, if I feel it, I'll put like dog rescue videos on <gasps> just to be like, okay, this is like the waterworks. It's like the dam has burst. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna make it really real right now. Yeah. Anything relating to like relationships between fathers and sons gets oh, me. Like that's the one. Because I love my dad. He's a great dad, but we have like a, a disconnect where like it comes to like faith and and just upbringing and. Right. Um, I always felt like he wasn't as emotionally available as I needed it, and now as an adult, I see that because I'm emotionally available for my kids. So there's like things that I'm working out there, but like if I see something online, immediately just like, oh my god, full sobbing, yeah, yeah, full. Me too. I th- I also like if I see other people crying, then I start crying. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I'm just oh, gonna have a crying episode. <laughs> you know, just pull up. It's like, okay, everybody, I want you to bring in. Two videos that make you sob. <laughs> and we're going to share those together. You know what's heartbreaking? Old ladies at casinos. <laughs> Think about it. Because they're just there by themselves. Like He's, he's not around anymore. Like... Oh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> Crying on the inside right now. Yeah. Good lord. I think back to the topic. Yeah. Now that we've taken this weird detour. (laughs) No, it wouldn't be an Ernie North episode without some, you know, sidebar conversations. It's very true. This has been like surprisingly unhorny. It has been. The horniest thing we said was like you like jerking yourself off. Like (laughs) Yeah, because I didn't want to beat myself off about it. Uh, oh it's beat myself <laughs> off not jerk myself off sorry i mean get it right it's not the same. It's sounds not the same. so much worse i'm so sorry 
Well, I'll bring you back to the horny train, and my next one will be X. Ooh, okay. I think just the absolute, like, feeling I had during the, I mean, not the horny train part, but, like, the just, be- like, there was a sexuality to it, and it was uncomfortable for everybody. That, and it was just, like, <laughs> it's, I know that, like, there's also, like, there is sex in other horror movies, but it was just, like, it didn't feel as explicit. No, it didn't, and this was that because they are making a, a, a porno you look so uncomfortable I saying did. the word porno i did i don't know why <laughs> <laughs> but i think just the whole premise of it was like really fascinating and even just the like even when i knew a jump scare was about to happen it still fucking got me <laughs> it's like i knew what was gonna happen okay so i'm i, I haven't watched pearl yet but i'll get to that soon and i can't wait for maxine Nice. Very nice. Um, so mine is the first horror movie that I ever watched. Ooh. And this is because my father, who I love very dearly, has no fucking idea what is appropriate or inappropriate for children of any age. <laughs> I was three. And oh my god. We watched Tremors. <laughs> <sighs> I my think dad, I was around the same age. Um, so uh, I was ruined emotionally for a while. But the best part about it is because is I arranged the furniture in our home so that I could jump from piece of furniture to piece <laughs> of furniture and like crawl over our little pony walls and our trailer so that I did not have to touch the ground ever for about eight days. <laughs> I was carried or I climbed. My feet did not touch the ground <laughs> for four days at a time. And my poor father was just like, what have I done? And I was like, you do this to yourself, bro. For this, is your, you, this is your own fault. This is the same man who like took me to see the Mortal Kombat movie yeah. when I was like six. Um, like the R-rated one, and took me and my brother. And they were already like, man, you guys probably shouldn't see this. Uh, but he had other shit to do. So he took us. Neither of us were tall enough to like be seen over the counter. Because we were both short oh little fucking kids. So he like took us all, paid for all of our tickets, took us in. And then with our movie theater, if you left within the third, first 30 minutes, they would give you a refund. So he fucked back off. <laughs> uh, and left my brother and I. And got a refund for all three tickets and just came back to pick us up when the movie was done. Amazing. Dustin was like eight. I was like <laughs> six, maybe. Watching oh the God. R-rated Mortal Kombat movie because that's the kind of person my dad is. Yeah. That movie, yeah. That movie, I straight up like... I think that's why Earthworms like creeped me out, <laughs> to be honest. Summer's like, if it rains, the- Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, if, nope. if I'm a, if yeah. I have to take the the trash out outside in the rain and like there's earthworms and snails, I'm like, oh fuck! I'm like no, like I just I like, like I I, I tippy toe. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So Ben, I, I guess with that too, I said, what's your first uh, horror movie that you remember watching? Oh my god. Um, I mean, it's it's. It's not considered a horror movie, but I can tell you, like, the first movie that scared me as a kid was Jurassic Park. Ah, do. That counts. Jurassic Park? Jurassic, yeah, Jurassic Park. I, I was obsessed with dinosaurs, and I remember that we rented it, and, I mean, 
I'm very, I'm very thematic. Like I have to have, like, I, I like, I think that's why as an adult, like I, I, I have a theme for, for a lot of things. Um, mm -hmm. Because I remember we rented it and it was raining outside and we rented the VHS and my parents were like, oh, it's a dinosaur movie. It'll be fine. And we were watching it in their room and they fell, fell asleep with the lights <laughs> off. I was sitting, I was sitting on the floor in the front of the bed with my, you know, looking straight up to the TV and it's raining outside and it's the T-Rex scene where he's breaking out. And I was terrified, like wide eyed, but I was enjoying it. Like I was, I was enjoying being scared because it was like, um, there's real right. dinosaurs on the screen. Dude, it's like, those are, that's for sure a dinosaur. There's no way that's not a dinosaur. Right? Exactly. They, they if, that's, dinosaur. if that's not a dinosaur, you're a fucking psychopath. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, no. Like they made dinosaurs for this movie. That is the premise we're going with. Congratulations, Spielberg. Didn't realize you were into cloning. Sounds good. <laughs> No, that's, like, I can definitely see that, like, being the case, because I have something similar where it's, like, not a horror movie, but, like, I was terrified, and that was uh, Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring, because I thought the orcs were real. Oh, I thought the, I thought the okay. orcs and gods so scared of them. Like, I remember we were in Calgary visiting my cousin Brandy when she lived there, lived there at the time. And she went out, so it was just me, my mom, and dad, and they rented Fellowship of the Ring, and I was just, like, mesmerized, but scared, shitless. I had to sleep with them that night. <laughs> um, yeah, like, it, the first one was Tremors, which I remember, no, I don't really remember time watching the movie and, like, how I felt about watching it. I just remember my reaction afterward. Yeah. But then my closest friend when I was young was older, like, older than my brother, so it's my friend Amy, who is like five years older than me. Okay. So when I would go to her birthday parties and stuff, like it is all girls that are five years older than me and then the actual baby that is me. So I think it was her 14th birthday. Oh. So I was nine. <laughs> all the other girls are 14 and they're like, we're going to watch a horror movie. And I was like, um, maybe I'll go to bed. And they're like, nope, you have to watch it. So we watched I Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh. And it was horrifying. I'm just, like, silently crying. Oh. <laughs> all of these. Because <laughs> oh, no. I was so scared. I didn't want to watch it. And I didn't want to embarrass myself in front of all these girls. So when they turned the lights off, I'm just crying. <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> But like, what is what is that off. that stew that Stewie like GIF or meme where like it just, it just like turns over in bed and you just hear the whimpering? That was like Kayla. Was just like, <laughs> it was. I was. I was that. That's very true. <laughs> I had something similar where it was like um, I was over at a friend's house for a birthday party and she did it every year where she had like a big slumber party with like a lot of her closer friends in elementary school. Yeah. And they, she wanted to watch Gothica. Okay. And I felt that way because it was super scary <laughs> for me at the time. I was just like terrified. What is the scariest movie that you've seen recently? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I barely, I recently watched The Exorcist. For the oh. first time. Yeah. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the hype. Um, I'll tell you one of the scariest uh, movie experiences I've had recently. Um, 
I watched Barbarian on Mushrooms. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> I have been awful not on mushrooms. <laughs> like, I didn't like, I was scared regular, so I can't imagine <laughs> what you felt like. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a trip. Um, A buddy of mine was visiting and wanted to, you know, wanted to, to, to do mushrooms, and I was like, fuck it. I went, all right, cool, I'll do it. And, um, and yeah, once we, we, he's, he, 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 he had already done them in the past. So he kind of coached me through it and I was like, and I'm not condoning it to your users. I'm not condoning it either, but it was, you know, YOLO. Um, it was a thing you did. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was, I was curious about them ever since I, I kind of started reading up and hearing stuff about how they can help with like mental health and like any like you know issues that you might have right. be struggling to like release so i was very curious about was that just, aspect of them. they are like microdosing and like add, um, adding them periodically is very good for emotional release because it, it doesn't allow you to feel the same level of ambition like uh, amb ambitions exactly okay. yeah. yeah 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 exactly so we started watching Anchorman and because, you know, he was like, we have to watch something light, something fun. Like, I don't want you to have a bad trip or whatever. And I was like, all right, cool. I appreciate it. But once I kind of got in my groove where I was like, it, I was good, I I flipped the switch and I made him watch Barbarian, which he hadn't seen <laughs> and freak, freak the fuck out. <laughs> like, <it's> like... <laughs> I also oh watched God. Smile by myself in the theater. Mm -mm. Don't like that. Don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. My wife is a big scaredy cat. Uh, so I, I tend to watch movies. There's certain movies that she absolutely will not watch in theaters. So um, I want the theater experience. So I'll go by myself. And I ended up being alone in the front row watching Smile by myself. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty wicked. That's that was so fun. Horrible. Yeah. Oh, that's a nightmare. I think like because I I do I don't we don't go to the theater very often. There's always there's not a ton of options, so it definitely wasn't in the theater. No, I think for me the last one that really scared me was Barbarian as well. It did like it was it did make me super uncomfortable. There was the bait and switch of it all. I yeah. found very unnerving, and I always find it's weird because I would climb Bill Skarsgård like a tree. Um, <laughs> I love him so very much. I love uneven face um it is it's i'm i'm objectively correct um but i always am unsure yeah of what i'm getting when i see him in a movie and i'm like i'm uncomfortable yes i like you i want to look at your face but i don't trust you <laughs> i don't trust you i know what this does yeah <laughs> so for it to, like the bait and switch of it all i thought yeah. was chef's kiss um, I don't know if it was like scared me, but I will say that one of like the things that sticks out in my brain is like the most surprising that I've seen in a recent mm -hmm. movie is in the Fear Street trilogy. Yes. Just in general, they surprise me. Yeah. But very specifically the bread slicer scene. Oh my god, oh. yeah. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I was not I wasn't expecting to watch it, like no. to see the thing from beginning to end. And it was like, oh, no, I don't, mm -mm, don't like that. I remember vividly texting you when I was watching that. You were texting me. <laughs> but, but there was a whole series, because I thought it was coming out, like, in chunks. So it was like, the first one comes out, and then a few months. The, 
like oh they that was initially what they were going to do when they were going to do a theatrical release as they were oh, going to do it a couple months in between okay. um but then because they didn't release them theatrically uh they did it as um like one one yeah. after another for three weeks but i remember i was like the first one i got the jump scare has got me really good yeah and i told you that and you're like of course you got scared by fear street <laughs> yeah <I was> like, <laughs> the no you were fine like it was a great trilogy and it's like oh i should revisit that but i was like kayla just like came for me <laughs> I, I meant it in like in a way of like no it was like it did what it was designed to do it was okay. very well done I thought you were like, of course no, I was, I was not trying to be petty. Shocking, I know, but I was not trying to be petty. I'm trying to think of what other movies have been, have caught me off guard recently. I'm trying to think. And I'm like, uh, the moment somebody puts you on the spot and you haven't like thought about it for a little bit, um, it's like when somebody asks me what my favorite song is or what my favorite movie is, and it's like, I've never seen a film in my life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. What's also it's like what mood you're in and stuff like that. It's like you're gonna get a different answer every time. It is very true. You will get a different answer every time you ask me. I will say I recently started rewatching and revisiting the Saw movies. Um, oh, okay. And I rewatched the first one, and I forgot how good the first one is. I'm mad whenever I think about the first one because the first one is genuinely so yeah. very good. And then it devolves into just being gross for the sake of being gross. And that's why I can't function uh, to tie that in. That's why I, I just can't, um, I can't really delve into like the, I don't like gore porn in horror yeah, movies. Yeah, like, yeah, that that's is why like, I don't like ter the Terrifier movies. I watched the first one just out of curiosity because I heard the second one was so crazy. And I, the first one was crazy enough. Like I couldn't, I couldn't keep watching it. I was like, no, yeah. this, this is just like gore. This is just gore to be gory. Exactly. Um, and it's, I commend the Terrifier team for what they've been able to accomplish with it. Oh yeah, I, of course. And I think like the quality of the practical effects that they use is, it makes me sick to my stomach. So it's obviously very good. I do find that Art the Clown is a very compelling right. character and like visually very striking. And I'm, I will remember that clown for the rest of my life. I just, I find content wise, like it's, it is too much for me. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually going to bring up the Saw movies for one of your questions for your episode, Ben, because I, I feel. Okay, cool. So we're um, going to, let's, we'll. Yeah, yeah. We will hold on <laughs> to the Saw comments aside from. But I totally agree. The first with, one is amazing. Yeah. But I agree with what you're saying as well. For sure. And I like, it's not like I don't, like, I like a little bit of gore. Yeah. And I, I, and I think the difference is too, is like, comedy like high comedy gore yes totally different than where it feels very realistic mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um like um i find uh cabin in the woods i don't mind the gore as much in that one for the, for the moments that they have it because it's just silly yeah exactly like it's like it's realistic but the whole con the whole thing is so high concept that I don't get as grossed out about it. It's the same thing as like Tucker and Dale versus the um, versus Evil, right? It's it's like a Cabin in the Woods comedy horror spinoff series with Alan Tudyk and oh okay, you know you know what I'm thinking yeah. And there's like there's a scene where somebody fully goes through a wood chipper and it's like it's gross but it's so funny. Yes, there's a there's different levels of gore that like that are acceptable. Yes. 
or that I, I that I can edit. I, I wouldn't say it's gore because it's like more like monster magic and like you know just practical right. effects and CG. But yeah. um, I really enjoy like Zombieland. Yep. Yes. Like the kills in Zombieland, those are those are like the right amount of like humor and like like uh, gore it's, and balance of yeah. like the high stylization of it as well. Exactly. Because it doesn't feel like I'm watching just like somebody ripping somebody's throat out in front of my face. There is mm-hmm. is like a sheen, like a level of almost of, comic book, like like graphic novelist, like gore to it. Yeah, exactly. And that's not to say that, and everyone's a lot, like more than welcome to their own opinions. Of course, I mean they can be wrong, but that's fine if they want to be wrong. That's your choice. <laughs> that's if you if you would like to be incorrect, I'm not going to tell you anything. But I just I can't I cannot imagine being like oh let me sit in for like a relaxing evening of watching Hostel. Yeah, I think that yeah, the words like I feel like there might be something that you're not addressing emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I, I mean, I'm not paying for your therapy, so that's that's on, not on me. But I am saying, I don't want to hang out with you alone. <laughs> I'll hang out with you, like, publicly. Right. Like, we can be at the same bar, and I'm not going to be like, I need to leave immediately. But I'm not getting in your car. <laughs> <laughs> you now, is that for that type of movie, or is this just for anyone that has a, a horror movie as a comfort movie? No, just for like that type of movie. My okay. one of my one of my comfort movies is a horror movie. But very specifically, when you're like, it's like if you looked me in dead in my eyeballs and told me your favorite movie of all time was Human Centipede, <laughs> I would be like, "Well, cool. This is." I'm never eating nice at your. Here. I'm never coming <laughs> over for dinner. It's exactly. Like... It's like very nice. Thank you so very much for sharing that truth about yourself because I am never hanging out with you alone. Nope. I appreciate that for you. I do not need that kind of energy in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I appreciate it more and more just the different levels of horror movies out there out there and that we're, we're eating so well right now with it and with everything coming out as too. Right? Absolutely. The fact that they are making a 13 ghost series makes me so excited. And now if it's just, if it's just Michael Flanagan, I can die happy. It probably won't be, but I'm also okay with that too. I, um, <laughs> I have a, I have a funny take. Okay. I Let's hear it. fucking love the 13 ghost 90s movie. Me too. I love it. I love it so very much. It is so, it's very funny in the sense that like the human characters, like there is like a level of like campy bad acting for all of them. That is chef's kiss on top of it being the weirdest visual design for like the (laughs) set design. And I love it. But those are also some of the most visually interesting, nuanced horror characters. Each one of those ghost designs, yes, slap. Every single one of those ghost designs slaps so hard. They are so visually interesting and unique. And the backstories that they have released on all get, uh, 
amazing. So good. Um, also, I will watch anything with Matthew Lillard in it, so. 1,000%. Oh, I'm excited for Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, I'm so excited! <laughs> so I... I went to, we went to, uh, with my wife to Halloween Horror Nights um, in um, yes. Universal Hollywood. Hello. And they have a Blumhouse display area. Um, and on the, at, they have like props from different Blumhouse movies. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the, what's the guy from, from, what's the guy that, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Ethan Hawke just played. Uh, the guy from the from Black Phone, the Grabber. The Grabber. He walks around with like <laughs> exactly. with the movie. Exactly. They have props from that movie, um, and they have the actual animatronics um, <gasps> from oh, Five Nights at Freddy's. So yeah, I'll, I'll text you guys. I'll put the I'll, I'll put the pictures in the group chat. I took some pictures. Oh, please do, please do. I, I totally forgot about how much I fucking love the Black Phone. By the way, I have not seen it. Very underrated. Speaking yeah. of, I know I, I know you mentioned uh, Pearl earlier, uh, Felicia. Yeah. There is imagery in that movie that made my stomach turn and my skin crawl. Really? Okay. Yeah. It's uh, I enjoyed it. It was a good movie. I'm excited for it because, like I said, I I appreciate that it's such a different kind of story from X, but that it's like a it's like a prequel, right? Yes. Yes. So- like it that isn't in the same world, so but it's good to have a bit of a heads up sometimes. X was very, felt much more traditional, like slashery with an interesting yeah. side concept. That the the side concept of is really more prevalent in okay. Pearl, and I think you're really really going to enjoy it because I thought it was such an interesting way to tie together. More, it's like more psychological. The, it's like the, yeah, so like it was. Like, yeah, to like really delve into the psychological aspects of the movie. <gasps> Bonnie, <laughs> I, I sent them in the group chat. Yeah. Yeah, I know. We just. Oh my god! They look so. They good. They look so good. Yeah, it was. It was. Look, it was really cool. I I thought this was a painting. This first one. Awesome. These are incredible. I'm so mad that we live in a place where there's nothing. I know. Well, I mean, you flew out for Disneyland. You have to make plans to fly out for Halloween. Uh, I know we also. keep meaning, like we keep meaning to. Um, so I, I'm gonna try to do it next year because my mom and I are going to see two concerts in October, so I can't do it this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm because you're going to be in the UK soon I mean, in November, but next year, my you mom want to be in London. Going to be in London. Yeah. Uh, next year though, my mom's 50th birthday is coming up, and she wants to go to Vegas. And it's in October, so I would love to spend a few days in LA to go see Ben and yes. enjoy the spooky season. Then, yeah, so I'll do that probably a few days before or after my mom's birthday. Yeah, I, I will say the mazes this year were a little lackluster, um, but it's okay. it's we're just excited because it's tradition that we go every year, so we still had a blast. But Absolutely. wasn't it scary this year? Well, I mean. It's it's not gonna be as scary. Like there's always gonna be like because it's one of the good things about it, from what I understand, is that they do change things so often. Like there's it's new every year. Yeah, they're the head of I follow the head of the the whole um, Halloween Horror Night um, like committee, like the the creative director. Um, yeah. I believe his name is John Murdy, um, and 
like he he is here for the opening ceremonies of it um he like he is here for like the the first couple of weeks or the first couple of days of the whole event and then he flies back home to start already like writing out Play the scripts for, for next year yeah yeah so there's a lot of thought that goes into it which is really cool i think there's a lot of love for it which is great and i think too i heard in vegas they're doing a whole vegas uh horror nights but it's gonna be all year round i think i think so too yeah i think uh, it's the, the it's the pennywise one the, the, it it's the oh it. okay i didn't know what the theme was gonna be but i remember they were doing like a whole thing but it's not just for halloween season um, i may be i may be confused oh okay so we can we can look that up post yeah post thing um uh, I think that this was a very productive and interesting conversation, and I loved yeah. getting to hear about what you guys' memorable horror movie moments were. And they're all different. Like, I love that we, like, we had some similar answers, but overall, like, all of our lists were just slightly different. There was some crossovers in, like, the type of thing that happened, but the things that triggered it yeah. were entirely different for everybody, which I loved. Yeah. And of course, like having you on Ben has is always a treat. It's always a pleasure, and especially like hearing your t- your takes on on movies and what like what you're getting into and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I always en- enjoy talking to you about it. It's always awesome to be invited on. Like I have a blast talking to you guys in our regular lives, and I have a blast listening to this podcast. So it's always fun to be a part of it. Yay! We love having you on. It's so nice. It is. And no, we are not mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at you. I don't, I realize Felicia, was a, Felicia was a little mad earlier, but it's okay. <laughs> That's just my own fault. <laughs> I think Felicia's just has had a, had a week in <laughs> I was so mad. So this is, it, you. everybody might have noticed there was no crunching sounds. It is because I went to go get my chips when we were at the store and they were sold out and I was running late. So I was like, I don't have time to pick a new snack. So I, was, so I don't have my chips. This is where we cue in the violin music. Yeah. Listen, we didn't get to do my snack corner because I don't have any fucking snacks. It'll be for next time. To go extra crunchy. Yeah. <laughs> Cookies and chips. And <laughs> <laughs> everything in individual crinkly bags. Perfect. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> All right, Bessie, thank you so much for um, joining us. Joining us. Uh, do you want to let everyone know where they can find you? No, leave me alone. No, I'm kidding. Um... <laughs> <laughs> So I, I have started my own podcast. It's called Please This Is Serious. Um, we talk about movies, pop culture, uh, mental health. Um, my role as you know, a, um, a husband, a father, a man, growing, learning. Um, it's a very humorous look at like a lot of serious topics. Um, so we have a lot of fun on there. Um, it's we're getting the ball rolling. We're going to be cranking out episodes pretty soon, and. Mm. I actually have another announcement if you would <gasps> like to hear. But, always. Um, always. So uh, my lovely wife and I will be doing a podcast together on married life and talk, talking shit and being assholes. And we're going to call yes! it, it. That'll be launching, you know, in a couple of weeks as well. And that'll be called Bear Sammy. Yes. 
Congratulations. Yay. Oh, I'm so excited. That's amazing. Yeah, we're very excited. We're, we're kind of getting the ball rolling on our schedules with creating content and everything's lining up. So we're really excited to start doing that. So we'll have you guys on that too. <gasps> of Perfect. course. Happy to be there. That's going to be fun. My, my partner, my husband's will there's absolutely no way he would do a podcast with me. <laughs> no, you guys, you guys can talk about married life. The, I, yeah, I guess we can. We haven't actually done anything like that before. We've made comments. <laughs> We've never actually done, like relationship stuff. No. <laughs> Unless you're talking about my pretend fantasy boyfriends. That's a whole other. Which is an entirely episode. different. That's a whole different thing, and that is something. And we're happen. back to being horny on Maine. There we go. We had to bring it around somehow, man. <laughs> All right, nerds. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on Twitter or I guess X bleh, bleh, uh, at the, uh, nerdy underscore north on, at the nerdy north and maybe one day streaming. I don't know. We have the, the we have the technology now. We do. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, stay nerdy, everyone. And stay spooky. And we will talk to you later. Thank you so much. Bye, Dan. Bye-bye. <laughs> I didn't know if I was supposed to say bye, too. I thought that was your guys' outro. You guys are just going to edit me out. So. No, the, the, the very delayed and very bye. <laughs> you are bye?